Hello everyone. I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening from. I'd like to say thank you for your support of the Bridging the Gap podcast. Your feedback and kind words have meant a lot. Before we get into this conversation with Priye, I want to note that at a few points during this episode, you will hear some background noise due to construction beyond my control. I apologize for any distraction caused and I hope you can enjoy listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you. everyone. I hope you're doing well wherever you're listening from. Welcome to Bridging the Gap. I'm your host, SET, and on this show I speak with brilliant artists to learn more about them, the process behind their craft, and their personal journeys in their chosen fields. My guest today is a very talented singer, songwriter, a rising star in the Nigerian music scene, and someone that I've been trying to get a hold of for a few weeks now, so I'm very happy that (laughs) we're able to sit down together. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce Priye. Thank you for joining me today. (laughs) Hello. No, I'm super happy to have you. I'm good. How are you? Damn, I am stressed, but I'm good. Like, I'm not as stressed as I was, but like, um, I feel like I'm getting myself back bit by bit, little by little, so I'm, 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 I'm alright. That's good. For the people listening, this is being recorded two days before the release of Priye's debut EP, Woo! Don't Look Down. We are Down. very, very excited about it. We're going to talk all about it. We're going to get into what you've been up to, but my first question for you actually is... Mm-hmm. How old were you when you realized how powerful lyricism in music could be? Hmm. Lyricism. Um, I would say from like a very young age, actually, because my dad is also a music head and he would play from like anything. He would play anything. So um, from a young age, I've already, I've already always like, you know, like what is this person saying? You know, back in the day, like there were lyric books. There was like there was no internet to like actually check the lyrics online yeah. readily, but there were lyric books, and I'm just like, how do these people come up with these things? Like, um, I remember listening to Enya, and I'm like, only time, and I was just like, how can you convey such emotion? And all you're saying is, who can say something something? Only time. And like I think that like from that age I was really like yo like this is crazy like lyricism it, it sort of balances out everything in such a nice way, um, so yeah I'll say from like a very young age let's say like five six. Five, okay, six. that makes sense. So when did you start putting your own lyrics to paper for like the first time? I wrote my first song in 2015. I shit you not. Wow. Can I swear? Yeah, yeah, go crazy. Okay. <laughs> 2015 was the first time I put pen to paper. Um, 
prior to that though um you know yanni yes you know yanni so i would always listen to yanni and like yanni doesn't say anything like every it's just instrumentals and and vocalists and and him just going crazy with with like the you know the the instruments and stuff but like putting pen to paper like i, I 2015 i was no 2014 actually i started writing poems about death i didn't lose anyone nobody died i was just like intrigued with death the topic death and people not not wanting to talk about death or no one to actually like it's going to happen to everybody eventually but nobody just wanted to talk, talk about it so i remember going around in my school at the time in my university and asking people what death meant to them and i would write poems about that and eventually i was able to write a song called Morsha about death so i put all those poems together bits and bits and bits of here and there and there and i'm like oh this sounds like a good track so i met up with tay and I was like, yo, <laughs> I want to do this song. I want violins. I want like this 808. That's time I was like my first song. So I didn't really know what was popping. But I was just like, <laughs> I just want violins here. I just want an AOA here. Blah, blah, blah. These are the lyrics. And he saw the lyrics and was like, yo, this is like really poetic. I'm like, yeah, I'm in my bag right now. I'm in my poetry bag. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it, was, it was fun to, to put that together. And I learned a lot from that process. And I think from then, I was just like, you know what? Like, I want to write more songs and I tried I started trying to write more like you know I started trying to make it a habit but lyrics to me yo they are very important in making any type of song so yeah I can tell that as someone that listens to your music I know how seriously you take lyricism and I love how you write songs I feel like in this music scene industry whatever you're definitely one of the top people i think of when it comes to actual lyricism and putting together a well-written song so that first process you said you took a bunch of poems and sort of stitched them together so bits and pieces yeah how did the process evolve when you now decided okay i'm actually going to set out to write a song the process um the process so basically um i started meeting people who could write better than i did um so i there's one of my friends kana he went to my university and he's such a good writer he's not a singer he just writes stuff he could just come into a room just come up one of those people that are just gifted with words and they just come into a room and they can like make you feel something with whatever they write in an empty room so i was like yo like you know like um i'll write to write with you like that time he knew I could sing, but like we never really talked about like writing and stuff. So I wrote some stuff for him, not songs per se, but we just wrote stuff together, exchanged ideas. And I'm like, yo, this can actually work. Like I can actually like work with people on writing songs. So I feel like um, one, one thing I like, one, one thing I know my, like the songwriting process for me, one thing I learned is writing with people that can actually write. Like, not singers that can write, people that don't even know how to sing that can write and make you feel things. Um, so I started writing with them, um, started writing more in my diary because I never really had the habit, such a bad habit, but I never really had the habit of writing down. And I have, um, I, have, um, I'm, I have ADHD, so it's very difficult to put my thoughts, I know what I want to say, but it's very difficult to put like all my thoughts down exactly how it is in my head. So that could take a process. So it was learning 
okay, how do you write pray? Like, I could wake up in the morning and I just, something just dumps in my head and I just write it. Anything like I think I just put in my notes. So I, at the end of the day, I would have like a bunch of stuff written down, bunch of like gems that don't have any connection. And I could be like, okay, you know what? This makes sense, this makes sense, this makes sense. And I tie, start tying them together. And that takes a while. So it's like connecting the bridges no pun intended to, <laughs> <laughs> that to was nice make though. something really good because i believe in writing really good songs like i really because the songs that i've grown up on like you know listening to people like phil collins lauren hill celine dion um frank ocean like all these new old i'm just like this songwriting is effortless it tells a story, it paints pictures, it's very straightforward, it's not complicated, it's just this, this, this equals to this. And I was like, this is what I want to learn how to do. So for me, I'm still learning how to write properly, write better. I still try and col collaborate with songwriters, normal writers, I just try and like write stuff, like just try and write, man. Like, yeah, I don't know if I've dealt, but like if I've like, you know, no, what, what you're, you're spitting. It's making a lot of sense for real. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I've yeah. always found it interesting that when you release a single, you actually tag the songwriters. And a yeah. lot of people don't publicly acknowledge their songwriters in <laughs> that way. They'll put them in the credits, but to actually yeah. tag them and be like, I wrote this with this person, go check them out. Yeah. I find that very yeah. interesting that those seeds were sown quite early. And also the fact that you said you just yeah. write with anybody it doesn't have to be a songwriter. No, it doesn't have to be a songwriter. Um, and I like I believe in giving people credit, proper credits. Um, I've also been in situations where I was in a room when I when, when a song was being written and I wasn't credited. So I know what it feels like to not be credited properly. It's one thing to tag somebody on Instagram, but it's another thing to make sure that they are adequately you know like registered at the back end mm -hmm. so even though it's a word or a sentence or two lines as long as you know you added to the texture and the context and the feel and the the song in general you deserve to be credited you know there, there's also like a mutual understanding you know i, I just it's just very important because I be I, I, I have so much respect for um, for um, writers and singers and artists in general because it's not easy. This is our intellectual property. Think personal things that we're putting out here to be um, criticized or putting out there to bless somebody. Our job is to put it out there, and I feel like working with these people, it can just be a word, you know, and it could you know bring out this whole different world dimension that this song could have had you know couldn't have had if i was the only one writing it i can write a song from start to finish but i always like adding ideas oh what do you think about this or oh, how far what do you think about this or i'll send it to my friends that write yo i just wrote this you know i don't send them the whole song i just send them the writing what do you think about this you know and they 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 tell me oh this is nice this is not nice you can add this here you can and all those things, it could just be proofreading, and then they will just add here, add here, add here. When I now finish the song, right, I will still credit them. 
because if they didn't do that, it wouldn't have given the song a different context. It wouldn't have given the song a different feel that you can also explore, basically. Yeah, that makes sense. It's perspective. and It's perspective, yeah. You're creating via community, which I think is really cool. Yeah, it is. And I also try, um, I do this thing where we try, I try to write with a lot of female artists, especially. So I've written with Tomiwo, I've written with Joyce Olong, um, like artists like myself that I know that it's not, because to me, it's not just about the song. I feel like I'm not just releasing songs. This is history we're making, right? And these are things that, these are songs that are going to be out there forever. Generations down to come, you're going to listen to this song. I want to be 50, I want to be 60, I want to be 70, and listen to my songs now and be like, yo, I really fucked that shit up. Like, yeah. this is actually a really proper written song. I believe in proper written songs. So, yeah, just credit credit your songwriters, man. Like, they, they, we need songwriters in our industry. We should credit songwriters properly. We need to destigmatize the whole songwriter thing in general. It's okay yeah, to have like, other people writing on your tracks. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't take anything away from you as an artist. You are not less of an artist if you're co-writing a song. You are. Like, there's this thing that people always say, um, if you, like, you have to write the song yourself. You have to produce the song yourself. You have to do everything yourself. Guy, <laughs> no, you don't have to, you know. There's no, there's no formula to this shit, like. Do what you have to do. If you need help, ask for help. If you get the help, acknowledge the help. You know, I'm not saying, oh, you like, you can have an understanding with the songwriter or the writer or whoever is in the room that is adding to your song. Like, you can have a song with them. Oh, this this is gonna come out too, so that in the future you're not gonna say, ah, praise no. Do you understand? Like, this person is not. Um, she doesn't credit this person, or I just don't want like any bad blood. I believe in just doing things well from the beginning I beg I don't like going back to start fixing stuff to having legal issues and I'm just like yo like I credited you I gave you your credit if it's the payment I paid you know so it's like let's just keep it moving man on to the next song because there are so many songs that are going to be that are going to be sung you know I believe that songs are not forged they are giving so if God if I'm in a place and I'm writing a song and God is writing with me, and you're in the song. I know that, you know, it is purposeful, so I don't take it for granted. But yeah, this. I that was a beautiful it. quote. That was so poetic. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, but yes, if you're listening, we're going to destigmatize songwriters, credit your songwriters, promote them, don't be afraid promote to work them. with other people. Let other perspectives, it takes a lot, but let other perspectives come into your artwork. It's not easy. I mean, it took me, it took me a while to get here, but, um, you know, we just make so much fuss about stuff that don't even have to have so much fuss about them. It's not a big deal. Like, yo, Beyonce's record, um, album that dropped, like, how many, like, do you know exactly. like, it's like a form of employment? She's like these people are actually eating bread off a Beyonce album forever. Do you but understand what facts. that would do for them and their families, bro? Imagine getting like how much every month, like 
you know when when the when the royalty start accumulating and you're like okay let me not go and start releasing smoke like removing smoke you're just releasing like racks and racks and racks that is the power in it creating an avenue for other people to also enjoy if i write a song myself right i will still release it if i'm the only songwriter you will see tamuno pray martha itamunola there if i write a song with somebody you see it like i don't it doesn't take anything away from me i'm still the shit i'm still a bad bitch i still give you good songs so exactly like, you know it doesn't change anything it doesn't add anything like pro, like ugh, in fact don't worry don't worry let's continue <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, in the spirit of collaboration, I want to speak about one of your frequent collaborators, the one and only D.O.Z. That's my nigga right there. Shout out D.O.Z. Shout out to D.O.Z. Um, yeah, I've, I, I remember first time I met D.O.Z was in Abuja. I, can't, I think it was at Bantu. There's a place called Bantu. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but that was where... Sute like, and you know, Tay. Yeah, Sute and Tay. We had like a little community of really good artists. And I met D.O.Z. from there. And, you know, just like hearing the stuff that he was doing. Like him were, I think the first time I heard his, the, a track that he, he produced was the song, I think, Lie to Me with Lady Donnelly. Okay. And, like that first project... Um, I can't remember the name, but it was like her baby face on the picture of the of the cover, um, and I was like, "Yo, this guy goes hard, man!" Like I was seeing he was dropping some some stuff on SoundCloud. I was like, "I, I see you, I see you." So <laughs> I can't remember how we started talking, but we started talking and um, started exchanging ideas. I think how even love fumes happened. Like he just sent me DOZB going crazy on his drums, right? And he just sends me this track, this this beats one day and i'm like bro what what the are you insane you just be going off like it had that jazzy hip-hoppy like it, it had all the things that made me feel good you know i was just like yo we need to make this work so from then no i think we even started working on stuff prior to that but it just probably didn't come out they didn't come out and i can't remember i said but there's so many so many instances i'm like doz thinking back now like you know like shit like i've known this nigga for a while but yeah like um also him producing malibu reproducing malibu because that was not the initial beat yeah okay it's so amazing like yeah yeah shout out to my nigga man <laughs> what do you think is the source of your musical chemistry? Hmm. What do I think? That's a good question. I, I, hmm. Hmm. You know, that's a good question. I've actually not thought about that, you know. But probably maybe because we both like similar accents in music. Like we like have similar music taste. Okay. And such a... DOZ loved R&B. I love R&B. DOZ loves jazz, I think. I love jazz because I hear a lot of jazz influences in his beats. And I don't know, maybe just because Abuja as well, um, there's a different energy there. Um, I don't know if you... Have you ever been to Abuja? Yes, of course. I haven't, honestly. Yeah, I haven't. You haven't? I've, I've worked with so many people wow. there, but I haven't been. It's crazy. Wow. I know. That's <laughs> I know. crazy. Yeah, like the energy very different there um 
so making music first as a way of bonding was more was a more frequent thing so probably the energy there and you know a similar like taste in music i don't know but damn i'll think about that deeply that's actually like i never really thought about that like what is the like base of our chemistry no because you guys just seem really in sync really yeah yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, I think making good shit is enough, but all those other things you mentioned, they that makes sense, because I feel like DOZ almost makes music at a different pace from a lot of his peers. Yeah. DOZ makes good right. baby making music, like, he knows how to make a real That's slow jam type. <laughs> yeah, he understands what a good slow jam would need, so I think that is like one of the main things that we connect on like apart from mid tempo just like having having that flow like making 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 that flow on like you know whatever it is that very sensual sexy r&b type flow on whatever beat it is i think he knows how to do that he understands how to do that yeah he has a really good sense of it because some of my favorite yeah. doz songs are like those slowish type jams those like you said that flow he just gets it he really just gets he it gets it yeah no so yeah shout out doz for real <laughs> shout out <laughs> so let's see you moved back to niger in 2020 to nigeria yeah Ooh. and yeah you made the the big leap the you quit your job yes oh. and you said i'm chasing music I said I'm doing music. Yo, when my dad saw me, like when I told my dad I was coming back here, this guy was like, I, it was as if I was, I was joking. Like I was just yanning, yanning dust. But you know what? He came to pick me in the airport. And when this guy now saw me in person, he was like, Priye, so you're actually here? I'm like, I'm here now. I, like I told you, I'm coming back. He, he was in disbelief. It was like months after I had come back, like settled in. That it now dawned on him that this girl, this stubborn girl, actually moved back. <laughs> so it's crazy. It was one of the scariest things I have ever had to do. Ever had to do. I, I don't even know what pushed me. I was just like, this shit is not working. Like, I'm not. I was working in a real estate company as a market, on their marketing team. And like, there was no reason, right? for me to have left like <laughs> oh god ah, like, <laughs> <laughs> no i get it though because like, the job once you're locked in it's stable it's like you're locked in yo you're already getting like salary so i was yeah. just like my mom was like are you she was like okay if that's what you want i knew deep down she was just like as she's saying is if that's what she wants she's like please just stay there Yo, everybody told me you're making a big big mistake. My mom, my sister, she was like, yo, I don't know at see pray. Like, because like that was Jackpot season. Like that was like, pray, you've made it out, you made it out, bro. Just yeah. stay. And I'm like, no, I, I I feel like I'm dying. I mean, we die every day, but I feel like I am dying five times more. Every single day. I can't breathe. I wake up. I'm fucking depressed. It's cold as hell. The snow is so fucking cold. You dress up like a freaking penguin. You go outside with your muffles, with this on your neck, with this on your hand. You're going and like, yo, go to work. It's gray. The same shit every day. 
I mean, I was just like, and I, and there was no time to actually create. So I was dying even five times more because when I go back home, I am exhausted. I have some work that I'm thinking of that, oh, I have to do this, I have to finish this. By this, I have to do this, I have to do this. And it's like, it just wasn't making sense because weekends, when I'm looking forward to weekends to actually make music, first of all, you see that it's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same feeling. You are tired. I'm, I'm probably crashing, or I'm just like done. Like, so it yeah. got to a point where I wasn't creating as much, but I still tried to keep on singing. But I just felt like it wasn't working. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to move back. This is stupid, but I'm going to move back because it's music I want to do, and I'm going to do music, and I'm going to do music at my pace. I'm not going to add anything anybody is trying to tell me to add to make it pop. I'm going to do what I can do, and then when it pops and i'll be like okay 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 I, i'm not gonna tell my mom and dad like yo okay like see like take, take this bread like see it's actually working because like, <laughs> <laughs> i also i also read engineering like um for my undergrad and my dad it just didn't make sense to my parents and i understand from from their perspective as well i totally get it but it just didn't make sense that you have an engineering degree you have a marketing post um grad um Degree, you have a good job, and you're moving back and you say you want to do music. Music. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I did it. Honestly, I would do it all over again. I have learned so much as a woman, as a human being navigating this earth, as a sister, as a friend, as a lover, as a daughter. Like, I am evolving. Music is teaching me so much. Learning patience, learning, like, love learning care learning how to actually have a community and like it's uh it's i'm so grateful that i have this gift so i want to make sure i do my part you know in putting out what i need to put out um because i'm a vessel we're all vessels as artists we're not just here to create we're here to create and put it out so we can bless other people so that they can bless other people wow i love that i really do and i'm glad you know you made the leap and you're happy with how it's turned out because it is probably one of the most daunting things i think anybody can do just trying to make it in this music thing it's crazy it's very crazy but and everything like that could go wrong went wrong immediately when i said okay this is what i want to do so it's like universe was like okay <laughs> welcome bitch so like, you know you actually want to do music every anything set anything that could go wrong even from the airport when i was coming <laughs> that feeling of shit i actually came back like because from the airport things are not working right it's like the escalator oh, yeah. wasn't working the elevator wasn't working i had to drag my stuff so it was like welcome back and then and that first blast of heat that 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 woof. It was like, whoo, shit, like, damn, I mean, I said I was coming, but yo, chill a bit, like, yeah. let me catch my breath, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, the first song, I know you dropped after you were back, was Man in the Wind? Was that Man in the Wind? Um, yeah, yeah, so before I came back, I had dropped Love Fumes, and then I dropped Man in the Wind, yeah. Okay, and then... After that, you dropped probably one of my favorite songs by you, Peace of Mind, which... Peace of Mind, yeah. Masterclass in just... Thank you. I don't know, you have this jazziness to your voice and to the records that you choose, and I really love it, because I love that old type of jazzy feel. 
but shout out to insightful for producing these oh shout out to insightful yeah dope, beautiful record dope, dope ass record like i i i really disturbed him <laughs> i love this beat i love this beat i just love the hip-hop um drums and like the jazziness as well and it just made sense especially with my backing vocals everything just like sat down perfectly and that was during quarantine so it was just a moment and a period of reflection and silence and just like you know thinking within so that song actually helped me a lot because i had an eye-opening experience when i was um when i was pushing the song when i was in ghana okay what happened? i almost died bro <laughs> oh for real please yeah. we need to hear this story wow what what, <laughs> what happened so i'm just going to cut the story short and give you like because it's really long so basically you know i went to celebrate with my friends um because i had dropped peace of mind and i was having a really really hard time in that moment that was when like i was trying to figure out a lot of stuff trying to figure out stuff with my parents because we're having fights i had like i had like my first mental breakdown in front of my parents ever and they saw that shit and they were stunned they didn't know what to do <laughs> they were just looking at me like ah ah please go. Eh, please calm down calm down so nice it was parents. a it was a uh honestly i have tried i really have because my parents whoo damn okay well, that's just, just let me just let me continue it's always a whole other story yeah child my parents okay okay this sorry so in ghana right um i was learning how to surf and with my friends and on on the side of us we're at this beach right on the side of us on the right side we saw like a canoe i saw some some people they entered this boat and then they went so because we're learning how to surf we just came back to show we're just looking like ah, where did these guys go so we asked the locals there and they were like oh they went to the island opposite the beach ah uh, so i was like okay um you know all of us are gingered we're feeling adventurous we're like we want to go want to go want to go and see what is in this island okay now no problem i said let me go get some wine um you know go and see the sunset at the island so the next day we go we pay no we pay the because we're not supposed to do that and i didn't wear like we didn't wear live vest i don't know why we didn't do that shit but we didn't wear live vest and we went mm. on it wasn't like a flying boat it was like these boats that the fishermen used to catch fish but it was like the big type with like the whole <laughs> with like the motor at the back yeah well, it was a okay. nasty ass boat like it was the whole experience <laughs> nasty ass boat shit clawing up and down yo so we went to the island we saw the whole sunset it wasn't that great um honestly i'm not gonna lie it wasn't that great but i we drank some wine we had some fun some of my friends went to like explore the island but i was mine because you need trust me nigerian bay i know they do all this uh people are going inside island to explore i stood my ass by the by the shore I and then that. when they came back <laughs> when they came back, I was like okay please let's be going because at this time the sun had already come down a bit so we had to go because the tides were already becoming so aggressive immediately when we said um we're, we're, let's go back that's when the tides like became very aggressive and um the fishermen told us it was when we got to the island that they told us that okay this is where our ancestors live 
so that was when i was like oh shit i'm not gonna go into this island with you guys so if this is like an evil forest let me just sit my ass by the water and when we're done we'll be going so as we were going even before we went even before we passed like the 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 what's it called the sand part before we got to the to the water itself it was a hassle because the waves were getting so heavy and it kept on pushing us back to shore but when we were able to now get there or more there were two waves that came i swear i thought that we we're going to die like we all like had the like it was a silent thing but deep down we're in our shit we fucked up so we're just bracing up for stuff like because the waves were coming really aggressively and we're trying to go back to where we were initially so we're going 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 and then the waves start getting really aggressive how we knew we were in trouble was normally the fishermen would be calm but they started getting tense and they started talking to them like opposite the the boat like part of the side and they kept on saying in their language water um something something we will not kill like water will not take us or water will not this water will not kill us or something like that they kept on saying it in their language and then that's when we're like oh shit like this is this is not just like if this is not just vibes like this is like real life wow like this we can actually all fucking drown nobody know where i am like at the outskirts of fucking ghana in like an ocean and then we come like as as we're going there's two waves that came the first one came and took us really high like took us really high and we're all like oh shit the kind of thing that you can actually see like we actually had to wait for the wave to come back down so you know those kind of waves that like surfers wait to catch yeah not those really high ones though but like those ones that are moderate they are moderate and because like because the canoe we came like we're not facing forward we're, we're going sideways because of how intense the waves were and this wave came and like i was already seeing it like i was already praying okay god please forgive me for all my sins like i've already done what i can do in this life i've released peace of mind i hope people have peace of mind if i die today i'm going to heaven in jesus name if hell is real yo bro i don't want to go to hell like it was like self <laughs> i was like it was happy real like everything like uh, my life flashed in front of my eyes and this wave came and took us so high so fucking high we were literally tilting at the tip of this wave and if we were going if we're not going sideways this wave would have swallowed us like easily but because we're going sideways it came and like kind of like took us to the tip of the wave itself so just imagine like a wave and we're at the tip and it's a canoe and we're tilting side to side we're trying to balance so that we don't fall and then the wave now sort of like levels and then we eventually go to sea to to shore that actually sounds crazy as hell like so like i mean like i can't i can't i know i'm, I'm saying a lot right now but I'm, i can't paint exactly how terrifying that was but guys that was fucking terrifying that was i think when i when i got to shore it didn't dawn on me because i had to like when we when we got back to shore when we eventually like when i could eventually feel the sun beneath my feet again i went back into the water and i swam one last time and i was like whatever that was Whatever that was supposed to be, I am washing myself completely of whatever that experience was, and I'm moving on to the next thing. And I never entered that water again until we left. Like, yo, like that was, that was a, yeah, that was a very life-changing experience. Like, 
I started appreciating things more, and then I, that's when I started enjoying peace of mind more. Started listening to it more. I was like, damn, I really get what I'm saying here. Like, I never really enjoy listening to my songs, but peace of mind is one song that I really, really enjoy listening to. And I'm so happy I can say that because it was really hard for me to get to that point. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you can enjoy the song. I wish you didn't have to go through such a traumatic experience to, to enjoy it. But maybe that was the universe just being like, you need to wake up because this song is amazing. You need to wake up. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, that, uh, mm, yeah, that was scary. That was scary. And I'm not a, a great swimmer. So it's like, I mean, I can swim, but like. In the ocean, I would get tired really fast, bro. It's a like, different story with just, those waves. It's a different story, and the currents are so, so strong. So it's like, I I knew that second wave was meant for me. Like, we're actually supposed to die that day, honestly, but thank God we didn't. And thank God we're going sideways, because if we're going, like, straight ahead, like, when I say sideways and straight ahead, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, like you were perpendicular to the shore type thing, right? E exactly. Yes, exactly. So that was what saved us because we we're able to float on that wave. But if we're going the opposite, if we're if we're in, in the opposite position, it would have literally just hit us and covered us. Okay, but even still, being sideways like on a wave at night during a Bro. storm that. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I would have been stressed yes. definitely because, like, if I end up in a situation like that, I'm drowning, hundred percent. Like, I'm drowning. <laughs> Yo, that's why. Because I, I had to wash off the stress. That's why I had to go back to that same water. Like, bitch, you tried it, but you didn't have me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, the ocean is just. Yeah. Don't play with it. Don't play with that. Don't play with that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the experience. Well, I'm glad you're here, and you. that glad kind of leads us to the next topic, which is your EP, which you're now alive EP. to have to have made. Yo, uh, I've been trying to release an EP since 2016, Seth. Oh, for real? Okay, let's get into Bruh. this. So, so, <laughs> yeah. Woo. Tell I me about the the start. Let's talk 2016. So was there like an aha moment where you're like, okay, I'm just going to do my EP now or how did it? So, so for me, I was just like making songs, but I knew that I wanted to accumulate at least four or five and actually release it and say, oh, I have a body of workout. But anytime I tried to do that, it just fell through every single time. Like, and that's why I've been releasing singles because I'm like, okay, since I can't release the project, I'll just release another single. Since I can't release the project right now, I'm just going to release another single. So every, like, you know when I said everything that could go wrong would go wrong? <laughs> yeah. So every time I was like, you know what, I would work, and that's the thing, I have songs for days. I would work on songs. Songs was never the problem. I would work on bare songs. And I'm like, okay, let, let me now try and put all, the, all these things together and actually release it properly something always just happened something negative always happened that i now realized that i was stuck in a cycle of oh i'm going to work on these songs these songs are really good i'm going to release them and then it falls through and i don't release it and then i release a single and then it's like i'm now back to making more songs because i'm tired of the old ones 
they're old to me now. I'm tired of them. I feel like I've outgrown them. And I, as an artist, you keep on evolving and you keep on like learning and you keep on making stuff and you keep on creating. And it's just like I will now and I now got to the point where I just had songs, but I didn't. I, I got overwhelmed with just having songs and trying to put them out and not being able to put them out. So this project, Don't Look Down, is literally a testimony for me because it's me breaking that cycle of rock, working on all these songs, trying to release it, ha- allowing all the existential and external um, and individual and family and mental and financial setbacks, not allowing all those things to truncate the success of the project because I feel like um, I feel like this project is going to do so well that's why it's been so hard that's why the universe and I don't know maybe God was trying to teach me something during this whole process of trying to put all these songs together but like I feel it's going to do so well because man so much tears so much pain so much blood has been put into this like yo like I have given everything up to make sure that this project is real. And I'm so happy, like, yo, you don't understand. Like, I've, I've told my team, like, I'm not screaming, I'm not shouting, I'm not jumping, I'm not running yet. But when this EP is actually out there, to the open, to the public, as per This Is Priya's debut project, when I start crying, screaming, wailing, jumping, running, being hysterical, and I don't know how to stop. Please leave me. Let me let it out because it has been piling up for years. For years. So I'm so happy. Like, this project is a labor of love from start to finish. Everything on this project was created around my voice. So it's very special. It's love in different forms. It's self-reflection. It's freedom. It's accepting love and allowing yourself to be loved. It's, you know, being patient with yourself and knowing that good things take time. So don't look down, basically. is about me not looking down. I'm not looking back. I'm just going to pick these songs and start with them and put them out to let it start what I know God wants it to start. Because, trust me, the next project is ready. The next one is ready. Because it's like, I know that the first one is, is, is so hard for a reason and I, I have learned so much on this journey so I'm so happy that Don't Look Down is coming out on Friday September 2nd 2022 and um, yeah like it's, it's 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 really just a testimony honestly like I'm I am I think it's it's not going to dawn on me yet until probably when like maybe two three maybe even a year after the project's out when it's going to dawn on me but like I'm just so grateful that I get to do this and I'm just so grateful that God has given me this voice um, this talent nobody in my family sings I'm the only one that sings so I know that this is not even just like anything like so I don't take it for granted and I can't wait for you to hear it I can't wait for you to hear it set I, I know you would love it from start this to finish this is making me even more like I was already excited but now I'm way more excited just hearing <laughs> the passion in your voice speaking about this project and everything that's been that you've had to put into it what was the first like what's the earliest record on the project the earliest record on the project hmm 
I would say the earliest record on the project is Malibu, actually, because I've had Malibu since 2018. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, like, it was never finished. I never thought that song was going to be finished. Over the years, I kept on adding stuff, removing stuff, adding backing vocals, removing backing vocals. The trumpets came in last minute. The the chime the the bells that you hear at the back came in like last minute shout out to joshua ahazie for playing on my stuff bro like shout out I josh had, I, yo like because you just realize sometimes you don't even realize you have gems because you just have bare gems so you just realize you just feel like oh eh, it's not ready it's not good enough but it takes good people around you and a good community that can point out and be like no this actually is hot finish it and put it out then that happened and i was like oh oh shit okay okay so um shout out to bosch for playing on the trumpet on malibu shout out to doz for reworking the beats because <laughs> the original beats was taken uh, another long story um um but it was taken so we had to remake it um denzel oaks as well helped me with the record um i was meant to work on the record with him with the first beat but it got taken and i was like no we're not gonna let this track go i want i want doz to remake this thing let let me finish it so he was patient with me um finished it he heard it he was like yo this is crazy um yeah so malibu malibu is the oldest track i have been working on that for a very long time okay well um Two things about the track. First off, I'm kind of beefing you because I wish you dropped it a little earlier in the year. I went to Malibu. I was in LA for like the first time this year and I went to Malibu Aww. and it was beautiful. Like I listened to mm. Malibu, like the Anderson Pack album when I was out there and Dope. it was just a vibe. And then you dropped That's this Malibu beautiful. track later and I was like, man, Shit. why didn't you, <laughs> why didn't you drop this earlier? It would have been so perfect. It would have oh been so my perfect. God. Yo, that exactly how you felt. Do you know that that's so crazy because the first time I also went to Malibu, I was listening to the Malibu album and that's in park. And that kind of inspired that whole trip, the feeling of the trip. Um, that was when I was shooting Love Fumes, the video. So like okay. it was that whole trip was like me evolving into myself. I was never really the girl who wanted to talk about love. I my first one was about death. So like singing malibu and like ex a song that ex like you expressing your love your fucking love for somebody like i will die for you here i will die here for you do you understand so yeah, i love like, it i love it yeah so i love that type I'm of music i'm just happy that yeah i'm happy that you felt you felt like you enjoyed the song like you feel exactly the way i feel when i listen to the song and yeah so you Continue, continue. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. And the second thing is you wrote it with Oaks, which really surprised yeah. me because when I think of him, I think, you know, he's a very hard rapper, great lyricist, though, great writer. So I guess yeah. your approach to songwriting makes sense where you don't work with necessarily someone that sings to have to write with them. Mm. Yeah, like Denzel is brilliant that is a brilliant artist um and i'm so glad that i i get to work with these amazing people because it's more than just the words it's the care and the attention to detail for me um taking the song seriously as i do 
Like it, like I said, it, there was a different beat entirely for Malibu. And Denzel actually wanted to feature me on the track. So he sent me his verse. And then I think that's what, that was, this, this was like early 2018. He sent me the verse and he sent me this hook. And I'm like, yo, dude, this, this is hard. Like, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh my God. Like, it was just something that I was like, you know what? I really want to do this. So when we did it, something happened, something happened. It just didn't work again. And then the beat got taken. I don't know. The, the producer sold the beat to somebody else. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, Denzel told me, um, yo, like, I don't think this can work. Oh. So I was like, nah, deals, let's, let's, let's reach out to deals. Even him was like, yeah, let's reach out to deals. Deals, you can remake this thing. So that's when deals, like, you know, was able to make everything. Um, Denzel um, is actually the one who wrote the If You Dance With Me part. No, part of it, yeah. He wrote the If You Dance With Me. He actually sang it. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, didn't sound, it, it didn't sound like that, though. But, like, I had to pre-ize it and, like, worked on the verse. <laughs> Uh, you know, and that's and that's the beauty about songwriting, right? Um, it's a back and forth thing. It's almost spiritual because it's like I know what you want to say. You know what I want to say. You write some stuff down. I take that thing. I add some stuff. I remove some, move some stuff. You know, we w- it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and it gets to the point where it's like, oh, this is actually really good after a lot of back and forth. So, the melody production was me. Um, but um, Denzel pretty much was was like the spark of the record. Like, if he didn't bring the record to me initially, I wouldn't have felt like, yo, this can actually be something great. <laughs> and shout out to Joshua as well, because when Joshua heard the first demo, he was like, yo, how far is this, this demo now? Are you guys not releasing this thing? And I'm like, um, sorry, the beat is taken. So he was actually part of the reason why I had that push to follow up DOZ and make sure that, you know, it was recreated. DOZ came back with his 90s slash 2000 slash, like, just hard-ass beats. Um, and the synth that... Yeah. That part, when I heard it, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done. It's done. It's done. Just just send me send me, send me, me the beats, I beg. Send me the stems. Don't even waste my time. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, working on this song. Like, this song has taken so many shapes, size, forms. Um, I even wanted to do it live. Like, I wanted to record the actual song live because working on the beat, because the beat is so fixed and it's such a strong beat that when I'm trying, when I was trying to flow on it melodically it's it's almost like as if the beat was constricting like restricting me like you know so i think that was part of the reason why the song took this long because it was this was not even the original key <laughs> it was a higher key and i reduced the key because it was fighting with my high high um high, higher um backing vocal I, I don't know if i had like my, my my laptop i would have shown you <laughs> no, I feel you. Save for another day, but um, yeah, Malibu, yeah. Shout out to Joshua Ahazie. Shout out to Bosch, Doz, Joyce Olong, Denzel Oaks. Fire! We made a classic. Guys. Fuck! Shout out to the whole team, and anyone the- who's listening. If you have a song you might be sitting on and it's not working, don't give up, because this has don't been a what, four-year Ask process. Somebody. Yeah, bro. Like, ask, ask your guys. And exactly, those are the tracks that you should... People that you trust. What do you think about this record, gang? 
do you understand like what do you like how far what what do you think can be better i just a lot i know it's like creating is very personal and a lot of people don't like external um external ideas or whatever but at the same time the ones that are not working right for instance malibu was actually not working in the initial demo state if i didn't ask for help or if i didn't ask denzel yo can i work with this hook this song wouldn't have been today so you don't know the magic that you are stopping from creating before because you are trying to take all the credit yourself it's it's not it doesn't take anything away from you to ask somebody you're still an artist 100 percent. you are still creative you are still the shit you know so yeah that's that definitely it never takes anything away from you to bring in other ideas does, and perspectives bro. don't kill the magic before it gets the chance to live preach preach so what has it been like trying to structure this ep how has that gone oh my gosh everything okay so every single track that i try to finish literally what got dismantled literally scattered and i had to like rebuild it again so for instance malibu is scattered the initial beat was not what it was supposed to be and then i had to rebuild it again and add stuff around it the intro you can dream comma but dot dot that one also like it wasn't supposed to happen there was another track i swapped it for there was another track that i would release as a single in the future or maybe put it as a as a as a like another song in another project but that was meant to be the intro of the song but it just didn't feel like it was the intro to this thing i was creating so we made that last minute shout out to joyce olong and joshua hazi for also working me on that record on the production on that record um the second track red wine also that was not the original beat the original beat um the producer i'm not gonna call his name he actually forgot that he gave somebody this oh no and the person had already released the song oh no when i had already finished recording the song so i was like god what are you trying to tell me because every single song literally scattered literally went to ground zero whatever level it was it went to ground zero and I had to build it again that is the hard work that has been put into this track even down to the mixing the mashing because i'm very particular about how i want my vocals to sound how are my backing vocals to sound how i want this to sound airy how i want this to sound with a little weight so it's like the back and forth red wine i had to go meet um i had to um shout out to icon i had to go meet icon at red room studios like i can help my life this beat is taken this song has to come out like we had to make that song from scratch again shout out to joshua again for helping me play the bass and the keys um the next song love today whoo that one i made that one in um um i made that in london my mix engineer lara aka bad entity produced that track um and got some additional production from my master engineer daniel garcia and we made magic in the in, that was that i think that was the only song that was made from scratch when and i feel like because i was there when it was being made from scratch that it didn't go it didn't scatter and go back to ground zero 
but like even before that song became the, the night before i was harassed in london and oh, wow. in london i was Sorry. harassed by some dude um which messed up my whole evening i woke up in the morning i didn't feel like going to the studio anymore i didn't feel like doing shit but something was just like just go so i went and i wanted to talk about something sad but i was like you know what i'm not gonna let this experience to you know mess up my day or dictate what i'm going to talk about on my track so i decided to talk about love today love for everybody love for me love for you love for everybody even love for the guy that harassed me god bless him i really pray for him wherever he is um so love today shout out to Ladipo paul for blessing me with this amazing verse he dropped like he heard it he was like yo yeah just shout out to joshua for like running after this nigga for, for almost a year or more than a year to drop that verse um he really wanted to do he was just so busy um the next song is dld interlude and that one was um it wasn't also meant to be it was just something i was just listening to the track all the tracks that i had and i was like this project needs an interlude um, this project needs an interlude so shout out to joyce and joshua again for helping me with the production we went back and forth added stuff removed stuff um then bosch came in put the horns um color and crayons was produced by joyce Olong. that was made in 2020 um crayons is an ode to my younger self so these tracks i feel like all the tracks that didn't go down to ground zero again that i didn't have to start again um I feel like oh maybe because I was there in person when they were being made from scratch so yeah so love today color crayons were made with me in the studio and the rest literally went down to ground zero like start from ground zero start again so thank god I was able to act because I I had so many mental breakdowns physically broke down financially was broke a lot of times like but I felt like this means a lot so I have to finish this thing this is so i put everything aside i was like you know what i'm going to put all my energy to make sure that we finish all these songs even though they 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 were not like even though we had to start most of them again i feel like god or the universe or whatever wanted me i'll say god wanted me to understand you know that's why i talk with so much passion about it because it's literally my life it's like a soundtrack to my life for the past few years that have gone by and it's like yo like every song was created around my vocals like i said so a lot of hard work a lot of choral stress pain like sleepless nights the mastering process the mixing process oh my god bro like it's it was a lot it was a lot the writing process was a lot but i'm so happy because i know i made something good something i know i have made beautiful music and i just really want to make beautiful music so i think as long as you have that inner satisfaction at the end of the day that i have put forth something that i'm truly proud of and i know is good then all of the stress is really worth it because what you've done is you've, you've taken a blank slate or you've taken nothing and created a project and created a work of art and like you said a labor of love and i'm very excited to hear it it's great to hear how much work has had to go into this shout out to your whole team 
everyone that supported you throughout the creation of this process. Damn. Uh, to the creative direction, to the photographers, to the video like team, like every single person putting in that work, like everybody took care of this project like it was their own. And I feel like that's another special thing that I have with this project. Every single thing that was laid on this project was from a place of love, like let's make this happen. And that's why I don't hold back on crediting whoever I need to credit. Love Today, literally every single person that worked on that record is getting royalties. Um, like, yeah, well, like, I, like, cause I, yeah, I feel like that's, that's what should be done. And I'm not, I'm not doing it so that they will do it for me. I don't give a fuck if you do it for me. I'm just doing it because this is who I am. And I believe that good work should be um, rewarded. Um, yeah, so shout out to the whole team, really. I wouldn't have been able to do it without them. And shout out to my manager, Joshua Ahazir. Yo, that nigga be holding it down because it's a lot. <laughs> Definitely. It's a lot. Woo, girl. See, I'm, oh, okay. Okay. That would be like conversation for another day. Like the whole team, bro. Like today, everybody in like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the the intensity. I don't think, I c yeah, it's very intense. It could get very intense. Could it is intense real quick, really quick, bro. <laughs> yeah. There's just some because it's it's a very emotional process, yes. but it's also it's very a mental process. And then there's just the physical aspect of having to run around and it drains and you in spiritual. all aspects. Yes, and spiritual, and spiritual, and the spiritual because a lot of yo a lot of things a lot of forces didn't want this project to be like even the last stages man said like s like every geez every single thing that could go wrong will always go wrong but it's like i always know deep down that no matter what it is man like we're gonna get, get through this and this project is still going to come out so yeah it's spiritually emotionally physically mentally financially child like oh i had to like buy a new microphone because my old my old microphone packed up and like that investment as well like when i was in school i had to buy a my i had to I, I was not eating well for months because i had to invest in a microphone so that was a microphone i've been using for years until it packed up recently i had to buy and like another one that i and i had to use a microphone so like i had no choice whether i had the money or not the microphone had to come out so one way or the other <laughs> or the other <laughs> and i'd rather re record myself than let somebody record me i don't know i just i just like recording in my space I can understand that. And it's also just to have that control, really. That control, really, because I, I do a lot of vocal stacking. My vocal production can be very elaborate. So it's very different when you're in the studio and you're like, oh, I want to do that. Please, can you go back to this? Or, or can you help me punch in? Or not, nah, Because nah. I would just prefer doing it myself in my room where I could go back myself. Because, you know, it's just, it saves more time. You know, there's less back and forth. It's just me and my baby just recording baby making music <laughs> and all the music too yeah and you can literally do as much crazy shit as you want to without anybody like looking at you sideways yeah you can experiment and you could try stuff and you could sound ugly you know and you can you know you can mix it up you could whatever it's very personal 
Yeah. Are you the type of artist that has a favorite song on a project? Or are you like, these are all my children? These are all my babies because a lot of work I've gone into each and every one of them. It's This project is literally my baby. Like, I am about to give birth. And it feels... I, I, I know some parents have faves, you know, when it comes to their kids. But I like each one individually because I know... I've, I recorded myself on each and every one of them. I recorded all my backing vocals. So I know... I remember and I know what I had to go through, you know, to make sure everything got to the level that it was. And I do a lot of um, harmonies as well. Like, so the way, the way I even approach those, it comes from a very, a very loving and very caring. Like, they're all my kids. They're actually all my babies, man. They're my babies inside my babies inside my baby. <laughs> so it's like... A Russian doll. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I got all these babies, man. Damn. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. So I don't like um, and I got to like so recently in releasing the whole release pro process of this project. I didn't really listen to music externally. I was only listening to my shit, only listening to my songs, old, new, whatever. I was trying to just zone in. So um, I actually don't have a favorite. That's crazy. I actually don't. And no, I don't think I it's crazy. Really, I didn't really fuck with Malibu, you know. Until, That's crazy. Like, until two months after it was out. Then I was like, oh, shit, like, this is actually a hard record. Like, maybe because I had it for so long that I was just like, oh, like, I was just done. Like, I just wanted to get it out. Like, I was just like, what what else is coming up again? Like, you know, like, what else is coming on on to truncate the success of this project? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, most of my songs, I fuck with them. I love them. I try and put them out. That's my job. But I don't really, really fuck with them until I fuck with them. Like, peace of mind. I didn't really, really fuck with peace of mind until I had that life-changing experience in Ghana. So it's like, even my, I'm releasing my songs. I'm releasing my songs for everybody. I'm also releasing my songs for me. I realize that with time. Because sometimes I go back and I listen to my journey. I'm like, damn, you've come a long way, Pri. Like look at your songs like these are really really good songs so like i'm just i'm just so happy man like you can tell i'm happy and i'm just happy to like keep on learning and you know just collaborating more you know whatever songs i write myself i release it like it, i don't i don't just do things i do things with intention so like it's very it's a very carefully curated experience um, the project is a, is a carefully created experience. Please listen to it from start to finish. Try not to skip. You can skip if you want to. Um, but Please don't skip. skip. First listen skips. Don't do that. It's bad etiquette. No, no, honestly. no, no. First listen, listen to it well. I mean, oh my God, yeah. First listen, <laughs> listen to it like. <laughs> so I think you would get the context of Malibu, of crayons, of red wine when you listen to everything um, at a go, and you really, really love the interview, the the interlude. If you really fuck with Malibu. Okay, I'm excited for it. Um, All right. <laughs> the amount of intention and everything, like, you have gingered me even way more than I already was gingered, so Ooh, I cannot, let's I cannot get wait. It. <laughs> even down to the covers. You want to play here? No, it's, oh, it's, this They're is a proper, a this is a proper experience. <laughs> like, I really, I, I give credit to you. I give credit to your team. I give credit to the collaborators, everyone who touched the project. Uh, yeah, and I really look forward to hearing it. 
Thank you. I'm looking forward to you hearing it too. I'm looking forward to hearing it as an outsider because I've sat on these records for so long and, you know, picking them and saying I'm starting with these ones. It's it's like I've never done this before. Like this is my first time. Do you understand? So it's even though I've been doing music for a while, this is actually like a new fresh experience. Like I never had multiple songs out at once. So I'm like I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, you know, but I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like oh, yeah, finally. Like I can finally say finally I have a project out. Please go check it out. <laughs> out into the world. Two more days. We're almost there. Almost there. Two more days, child. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So before I let you get out of here, I would be remiss if I didn't ask, is there any advice that you can give to upcoming independent musicians that are looking for how to either jumpstart their career or Hmm. that might need some encouragement if they're feeling stagnant? Yeah. Please take your time. First of all, take your time with yourself. Take a time with your head. Take a time with your process. Everybody's process is different. Take a time and be patient with yourself. Take a time. Take your time with your releases. Don't rush your releases. Like there's no point rushing when you don't have a strategy, when you don't have a plan, when you like when you're literally just releasing on vibes. <laughs> so take your time with yourself you are the only person that can do what you do um, try and build a community of people you trust be true to yourself it's not going to be easy it's not meant to be easy it's not supposed to be easy it's going to be very hard especially for my girls it's going to be very very hard but please trust God work hard try and finish your songs well try and get them mixed and mastered well invest in yourself you would really appreciate it in the future really invest in yourself if it's buying your own microphone if it's investing in learning youtube videos how to make a beat how to record myself how to you know small small things that can give you an edge because nothing is going to be handed for you to you for free in this industry nobody gives a fuck about you you can't expect anything from anybody um you have to just do the work the work is not going to be done itself and it's a lot of work you will get exhausted you will get tired you would probably quit a couple of times but please just persevere because it's meant to be hard especially when you're trying to release your first song or your first project it's going to be very hard, honey, because if it was easy, every single person would have been doing it, okay? And it's not just doing it, but doing it well. So, um, yeah, please just take time with yourself. Anytime you need a break, please take your breaks. Take, eat your food. Eat food, guy, because your, your mental health is so important. And drink um, water. Your physical health. Drink water. Hydrate. No go to do pass yourself. <laughs> No, they do pass yourself because at the end of the day, you'll find out that if you're, you might just get exhausted internally, externally, and it never ends well when you're overwhelmed, when you're, when you're like, you, you know, when a piece, when you found out that you're doing too much now, a piece of you is everywhere that you've lost yourself in the process. The 
the whole point is still keeping yourself together still keeping your mental health you know right so you can also continue creating because if you don't have good health if your mental health is not good like you're not going to create the kind of art you want to create um a lot of people are going to try and finesse you a lot of people probably will finesse you but just use that as a learning as a learning experience and come back harder come back stronger you can fucking do it don't let nobody tell you shit you can and you will Uh, what else needs to be said thank you so much (laughs) you heard it from the source it's not going to be easy it's not going to be easy at all but perseverance nobody lied to you look for people you can trust and shine your eye shine your eye look after your health because they be finessing my niggas and my girls it's a cold it's a cold world it's a very cold world And like the people that you come up with that you trust, just don't. No, no. When you not get to a new level, you not just discard them and you start thinking you want to start looking for new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, take your guys, take your day ones, man. Drag them with you, man. Credit them. Give them royalty. They're helping you with your songs, so at least you guys can build a legacy. You guys can build. You can. You guys can build something together. And you know, what what this is what we're trying to build. Um. We're trying to help other generations as well because it's really hard out here. And um, shout out to my girls actually doing music because it's not bruh, it's not easy. Oh god, not it's not easy, bro. It's not easy. Shout out to my girls striving, especially the ones that are doing the non 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 mainstream music. Please, man, just continue doing what you're doing. You are valid. Your talent is valid. Everything is valid about you. You just have to like you know just persevere and push through man that's it persevere and push through thank you so much priye for joining me today i know you've been crazy busy uh i'm really glad we got to set this up (laughs) it's been a little bit of a struggle but you know how it is back to the grind back to the grind Um, so by the time this uh this episode is out don't look down will already be out so you guys should already be streaming Streaming from top to and bottom. I'll be performing too, baby. So come okay. Where are you performing? Too, so, can you drop so the I'll date be, yet, or? Nah, I'm not gonna drop the date yet. So okay, I, no I, worries. I'm, I'm, I believe in giving a proper show and a very good show, a very good experience, like with the whole band and the background vocals. So we're trying to get that tight, tight, tight. I mean, we're tight trying to get it tighter because I you, feel know, you. you guys you guys only deserve the best of the best of the best so yeah <laughs> so you guys stay I'll tuned stay, stay tuned, tuned for the dates stream don't look yeah. down don't shout look out down. uh priya where, where can they find you like on socials and everything so you can find me on social media at priya underscore itams that is at p-r-e-y-e underscore i-t-a-m-s on twitter on Instagram, on TikTok, pray for president. Whoop whoop. Um, where else? Where else? Where else? Or you can stream me on Apple Music, Spotify, Boomplay, Audio Mac, YouTube, YouTube Music, everything, baby. I'm everywhere. P R E Y E accent E. Let's get it. Ooh, okay, okay. Nah, I love it. I love it. You guys, make sure to check out the music. Go support Prie. Go stream. Don't look down. Priya, thank you again for joining me. I really enjoyed this conversation. 
Thank you for having me set. Thank you for letting me rant and talk and talk and talk because I haven't talked, talk, talk like this in a really long time. No, it's my pleasure. That's what this space yeah. is for. That's what this space is for. Ooh. So I'm glad you had a good time. Thank you.